Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Welcome to Talent Talk Tuesdays. I'm your host, Lisa Maladnik, and for the next few weeks, I'll be talking my head off about something so important and exciting and potentially life-changing that you won't want to miss a single episode. I know you hear life-changing all the time, transformational all the time, but I can say this boldly because it has to do with God, all right? So this is my favorite subject in the whole world, this intersection of faith and talent. Without God at the center of it all, giving it life, none of it's worth talking about, honestly. So in other words, this is about how your design is a place where you can uniquely encounter the designer. And this is his design, not my idea. This is something that you can find and you can unleash within yourself and in your life, okay, where you can uniquely encounter God in your unique and unrepeatable being, okay? So now if you've been tuning in for the last couple of months, you've already said, you've already heard me say this about your design. He made it, he's in it, and he loves it. Okay, so if he's present in your design, this thing that he makes, this part of his beautiful creation that he inhabits, that means he's right there in your very being. And knowing a little bit about his design can help you identify some unique and remarkably easy pathways for greater spiritual intimacy with God. It just makes sense. Uh, This all brings greater trust in his design of your being, greater confidence in him when you start to really see it and experience it, and a kind of bold humility in living out your God-given purpose. Think of it this way. When you start to go, oh, wow. What God made is really beautiful, and when they are actual pathways for me to meet and understand and know the creator, the designer, better in his design, now I can start to see how he made me to meet him, to encounter him within myself. Okay, so I call it discovering the divine in your design, pretty pithy. But a typical fruit of this work is a greater love and a more sincere gratitude for the designer himself. Intrigued? Great. So let's get busy. So in the next few minutes, I'm going to try to do this quickly because I never like to keep you very long. I'm going to make the case that however you are feeling right now about your spiritual life, the capacity for true spiritual intimacy with God, and of course, he helps a lot actively with this, but it's woven into your being in a unique and unrepeatable way. And you can discover it and kind of let it loose. You can step into it, move into it, and encounter God there. Now, some of you may be thinking, I don't need this. My life is packed with consolations, powerful encounters with God, experiences of profound mercy, hope, and wisdom. Boy, I hope so. I hope so. Maybe you never doubt God, not even for a moment. And frankly, you just don't think you could handle any more joy. (laughs) If that's you, please call me right away or at least pray for me today. And please pray for all our listeners too, because not many people are having that kind of joy and satisfaction. But if you're kind of normal in the general sense and not completely satisfied with your relationship with God, and that's most of us, or if you're suffering unnecessarily because you sometimes compare yourself unfavorably to other people who seem to get more out of prayer, or who can spend hours at adoration just sitting with Jesus, their best friend, or who pray multiple novenas every month and seem to get answers every time, or who just beam with joy 
every single day, no matter how heavy their cross is. Or if you just have a sneaking suspicion that you're doing something wrong and maybe God isn't quite pleased with your efforts, then stay with me. (laughs) Because it's normal to feel flawed and limited in the spiritual life. This is not heaven and we are not perfect. But today's lesson can help. And it's not complicated. I always try to show you how really simple this is. That doesn't mean the work is easy. It takes effort, but it's simple. It's really not complicated. It's all about these unique pathways that God himself created in you and where he wants to meet you. Now, you'll hear me say pretty often on this show that in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, God called everything he had created very good. Now, every aspect of your being was created by Almighty God in love. So his beautiful fingerprints are all over your design. And because he inhabits his creation, you yourself loved into existence, made in his image, also contain his presence. Yes, in your baptized soul. Absolutely. I'm not negating that or trying to skirt it or try to make this into a whole new theology. Believe me, that's obviously critical to understand and believe that he inhabits your soul. But he's in all that he made you to be. He is present even in your talents. So he intended them to be there for him to speak through, move through, to to nourish and bless you and others for his greater glory. So here's an example of how you can use this understanding. So if you listen to last week's episode, I made a pretty embarrassing confession. (laughs) It was about my number one talent input running amok. Now, if you want to hear that confession, go back to it after this. It's short. You have time. But this week, I want to tell you something wonderful about my input talent and, and some other aspects, too. And it has to do with the way God designed me to experience closeness and intimacy with him. You see, once I understood that my input makes me naturally curious as a seeker of kind of cool information and then who naturally wants to share it, right, that makes me a natural evangelist, I started to understand why I was a catechist and why I'm a presenter in an RCIA team. And along with my other learning talents up in my top five, like intellection and learner, that means I'm profoundly wired for learning. So I find joy in learning. In fact, I've loved to read since I was a little kid, and I would get completely swept away with stories and thoughts and images created by the author's written words. So when I was first trained in in the use of Clifton Strengths, I couldn't wait to explore my design through the lens of my Catholic faith and try to start to understand this stuff and find out even more about what God made when he made me, if you know what I mean. And to find where I could discover him present and pouring out gifts of grace in some unique way in my own design for the sake of others, again, for his glory and for the relationship that he wants to have with me. And I started to realize that that the reason that I love Lexio Divina, all those beautiful words, why I resonate with them, why they feed my soul, you know, in the gospel of the day, in the liturgy of the hours, even sometimes in good spiritual books or even hymns, the way words will resonate in my being, it's because God powerfully touches my heart through words. There are times when I even feel like he has given me words in my heart directly. I'm also high in something called connectedness, which is much more about relationships and spiritual connection and being a part of something bigger than myself. So when I put those two together, I realize that God speaks to me, yes, in words, but also in relational moments. This is so important. I can feel his presence and his pleasure. For instance, when I listen 
to someone, especially when it's hard or when I practice patience, when I make room in my heart for someone else's needs, especially when I don't feel like it. (laughs) He is right there. I just sense him in those relational moments where I make a gift of myself in some small way, some hidden way. I can feel him in that. And anytime I feel that I'm connecting in some way with the greater human family, I'm truly moved, like at mass when we're all processing up for confession, that sort of thing. That is deeply moving to me. In fact, for years, I used to wonder why parades made me cry. (laughs) I was kind of embarrassed about it, but I knew it had meaning for me, and I wondered about it for a long time, and now I know. It's because God speaks to me through humanity itself through the interconnectedness of all those people in the body of Christ. And when I'm I'm at a parade, seeing so many people just flowing in unison together, it's incredibly moving to me. Somehow without words from a very young age, I sensed the importance of unity, of our common purpose, of our need to be a family. And there's so much more, but I'd like to give you a question for yourself to noodle on that I hope will bring you closer to God. Bring it before the Lord, whether you have done temperaments or apest or Clifton strengths or any anything at all. Just take what you know of yourself, of your own gifts, of the things that light you up, of the things that you know you're naturally good at or that you're kind of your tendencies that you're able to give to God. Bring them before the Lord in whatever way is comfortable for you, in your rosary, adoration, walking in the woods, your journaling time. Really, make yourself comfortable. This is about discovering the the sense of naturalness and ease with God, okay? So you can really experience intimacy. You're not trying to be like someone else, spiritually or otherwise, okay? You're being you, which is what he wants. Uh, A redeemed you, of course. But ask him, Lord, where would you like to meet me in the beautiful design that you created with such love? In your own words, where would you like to meet me in my temperament, in my love language? Where would you like to meet me in my ability to be creative? to think strategically, to, to look at facts and understand the meaning underneath them, to tell a story, to understand someone else's feelings. Think about what are, what are your gifts and say, Lord, where would you like to meet me in those gifts? Okay, and then listen, take time to just be with him. And some of us are active listeners in the sense that we need to be doing something. Maybe you're walking while you're listening for him and that helps you to stay close to him. Remember, find out what works for you. Or maybe it's in journaling, or maybe it's just sitting and relaxing your body. Maybe you're you're having praise and worship music on, or you have essential oils that are meditative, like frankincense at mass, okay? And do your best to respond and meet him in that place that's just for you. Next week, uh, we're going to continue in this series on the spiritual life, and I'm going to talk about how our spiritual enemy attacks our greatest gifts makes sense right very strategic can make us ashamed of them can wound our our gifts can cause misunderstandings about them can discourage us about them create fear around them so what do we do about it how do we recognize it how do we do it what do we do about it i hope you'll tune in thank you so much for listening and taking the time this one's a little longer than usual but i'd love to hear from you please reach out You can reach me at lisa at wonderfullymade139.com. Please pray for me. I'm praying for you too. God bless you.